You're missing. Whoa. Let's try that again, Nick. You're listening. Whoa. Just means less. ACC podcast with your host, Nick and Micah from Fifth Quarter ACC. Nick, we are going to be talking baseball today because talk about a mess. But before we get into the baseball conversations, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm pretty good. Can't complain too much, man. I mean, I'm working. Um, I need to get on the job search pretty soon, but it, it is honestly a busy time of year at the, at the Dioli's Deli right now because of Wake Forest graduation coming up and all that. So when that's, and we're opening up a lot, a lot later, uh, we're opening till eight throughout the rest of the week because of Wake Forest finals. So, uh, I will be working a lot, but other than that, I'm good. Um, the weather is changing a lot, which is nice. It's getting a lot warmer now. The pollen sucks. My, I, I'm a bitch. I'm an absolute bitch when it comes to allergies. Like, for real. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, but other than that, I'm doing pretty well. Can't complain too much. How about you? How was uh, your weekend? you do anything? Not really. I was good until today I made a fantasy baseball transaction where I dropped Anthony Santander from the Orioles because I realized I probably shouldn't have so many Orioles on my fantasy team even though they normally like to hit a lot. Well, he just hit a three-run bomb. So, of course, you know, I'm kind of pissed off right now because that's seven fantasy points I just flushed on the toilet um, today. But, yeah, oh, well. Um, at least I have Rizzo, who's hit two home runs tonight against the Orioles, so makes me feel better. But, anyways, no, I mean, I'm good. Job-wise, currently, we're in playoff hockey now, so that's always fun. You never know when our last game's going to be. So, I'm at work right now recording just because if the game going on in the first round one of the team wins then we will now know who our opponent is and we have to have tickets ready to go tomorrow so kind of just hanging out that game's on in the background it's an intermission right now anyways but yeah just living the dream it's 75 degrees and sunny here so i had a nice two hour long walk after work so that was nice but feels like baseball season so that was helpful and you know Baseball season's a lot harder for me to get excited about when you're a Baltimore Orioles fan. So, you know, you have to try to find a way to get yourself into baseball season at that point. <laughs> I feel you. And feeling that after his team almost got to the World Series. Yeah, he's, he's feeling it. He gets it. Whatever. I've had bad years as Giants, as a Giants fan. Oh, God forbid they've won three flipping World Series in your last 12 years of life. You know, the last time the Orioles won a World Series, when my parents were just starting to, well, let's keep this PG, when my parents were doing the birds and the bees. So calm down, all right? Good, sir. Calm down. So well, before before then, before, before the three championships, 52 years. That was the third longest streak without a World Series in MLS. And you weren't alive for, like, all of that, so I don't care. I don't feel for you. It's like the Cubs fans that were like, it's been 112 years. You're 17 years old. Shut up. You've only been around for 10 of it. Calm down. Like, you know, you know, whatever. And but yes, no, it is. And the worst part was when I went to the Royals game last weekend, you know, they have a sh- their entire ballpark is shrined to the 2016, 15, 15. years World Series championship team. Well, 
to get to the World Series, they had to beat the Orioles in the ALCS. So I had to rewatch those highlights and see all the memorabilia. And I'm like, I remember when we were good. Those were the days. Back when Chris Davis actually was worth a damn. Good times. But anyways, at least ACC baseball is good. So I say we just segue right over on into that. It was a weekend of ACC baseball. It featured my who's looking fantastic walk off grand slam in the 10th inning. I mean, against your rival, the Carolina Tar Heels. So you're welcome. But it also featured Nick having a rough weekend in college baseball as his beloved NC State Wolfpack forgot that when you have a lead, you're supposed to hold the lead. And his second favorite team, and his regional team, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, also forgot that this weekend. Um, so, yeah, Nick, do we want? How do we want to attack this? Because we haven't talked baseball in a while, and to be completely frank, there is a lot to talk about with ACC baseball. I mean, we've got teams under five hundred in conference play, like Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Clemson who could honestly win the tournament if it came down to it. Like, there is not a single team minus Boston College who even then, I mean, I don't, I, I would say I don't like their odds, but I mean, this is a team coming in with some hype going into the year. I mean, they just missed out last year. It is, I mean, it's a conference that is, for the most part, Wide open. I mean, we've got at least 11 teams that are caliber NCAA tournament caliber teams. Obviously, not all 11 will get in. There's just not enough. And there's a lot of great college baseball across the country. And college baseball is actually a sport that understands that mid-majors deserve a shot, too. So I actually respect that out of college baseball. So, you know, a conference like the ACC won't get 11 teams in. But there are 11 teams that you could legitimately make a case for right now as an NCAA tournament team. So I guess, Nick, I'll leave this up to you. Do we want to talk about the weekend itself, or do we want to just take a look Atlantic, Coastal, and just get right into it? Why don't we why don't we cover the highlighted games this weekend? We don't have to get into every single series, but there were definitely some important series this weekend. Um and then, yeah, I would love to dive into the standings because there are a lot of teams. There's one specific team that I'm afraid is going to miss out on the regionals. Um, it could miss out on the ACC tournament because, remember, not all the teams get to go to Charlotte. So that's that's going to be – it's going to be a nail-biter coming down to it. And the ACC is a lot better this year. And these are decent teams that actually could be missing out on our own conference tournament. So three don't make it. One, we can obviously safely say is Boston College. But the other ones, you know, it's getting close. So, but why don't before, we talk before, about... Before we deep dive that, Nick, I just want your yeah. opinion, because we haven't talked about it before. What are your thoughts sure. on SEC baseball tournament format? Because I personally... Do not get it, obviously. And and just to correct Nick, not to make Nick sound dumb, it is 
Only two teams do not make it. Not oh, two. Okay. I think Nick kind of forgot that Syracuse doesn't play baseball. So I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. 12 teams make it. It's a four-pool system. For those of you that don't know it, it is four pools. A pool A, pool B, pool C, pool D. The part that pisses me off, Nick, if I'm being completely frank, is why the f- – keep it – we won't try this. We'll keep the F-bomb for maybe later. Why in the world do they have divisions? Like, why do we play the Atlantic and the coastal side of baseball? But then it doesn't matter when it comes to the tournament. That's what drives me up a wall. But we can get to your opinion and our opinions here in a second. Pool A is the one seed, eight seed, 12 seed. Pool B is the two seed, seven seed, 11 seed. Pool C is three, six, 10. Pool D is four, five, nine. So pool D is this year, in my opinion, going to be the best pool. Like, I mean, you've got a four, a five, and a nine. I mean, the four five could be top 20 teams. And then the nine could be a top 50 RPI team that considering their run could be an NCAA tournament team and a three seed at that in their regional. So anyways, that's what state was last year. Yeah, exactly. And Virginia was too. So, you know, Virginia wasn't obviously that seed specifically, but that's how it played out for them as well. In a similar sense, they were in the lower part of a seating in their pool, got hot at the right time. And the tournament runs from, Tuesday, May 24th, uh, my birthday as well, May 25th, all the way to Sunday, May 29th. Um, so anyways, Nick, what are your thoughts on it? Because, I mean, it kind of goes along with some of the rest of college baseball. I honestly kind of like it because I kind of like that, like, it does make the regular season matter to a point. But at the same time, I mean, if you're going to let 12 of 14 in, why not just let – why not have 10 versus 14 and 11 ver- – did I do that right? I don't think I did that right. No, sorry, 10 – 11 versus 14. Sorry, 11 versus 14 and 12 versus 13. Play a best two out of three. Like, you know, the weekend before or something, push the tournament back a day. Or even let them just play a one game on campus on that Monday, you know, kind of thing, and let those teams earn their spot. I would almost at that point – Rather that, obviously, I do hate – it's my biggest pet peeve with baseball, especially on the college level. I know it's double elimination in the tournament, but it does drive me up a wall that baseball is a sport of longevity and so much like, – like, if you lose 20 games in a baseball season, that's not a bad season, especially in college. You know, that's, that's still probably 42, you know, 40 and 20, somewhere in that ballpark. You know, if you play that many games, even 35, 20, like – you know, in any other sport, basketball, 20 losses, you're you're not even considered for anything. Same with pretty much every collegiate sport. So that's my only issue, too, with that is just makes it more. And it is double elimination, just so everyone knows, on the pool side. Like, they basically take the winner of pool A, pool B, pool C, pool D. So, like, you can go two and one and still win your pool, depending on your tiebreakers and everything like that. It's just not a clear double elimination. but it is set up to where basically, you know, in your pool, you can lose a game and still advance. So with that being said, Nick, what are your thoughts on the format of the ACC baseball? Tournament? Uh, it's it. The problem is, and I kind of have this issue with the regular season too, but I, you know, I just think there isn't enough time. You know, I kind of wish that college baseball went a little bit longer, but I get it. You know, I wish, I wish there was more out of conference series. 
uh, in the beginning of the season. And I wish every we could play every single team in the ACC. It doesn't even have to be a series. It could be a midweek game sometimes, depending on the division. Uh, I agree with you. I don't get why we have the divisions in the ACC. I'm assuming that the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, they all do it too. Um, But when it comes to the tournament specifically, the ACC tournament, I'm still – I don't know. I I still want – Again, it goes back to my regular season thing is that I wish there was more time to do an actual series. You know, I would like a three game series, but unfortunately for the ACC, I guess for college baseball everywhere, your conference tournaments are held at one stadium. Maybe if we split it up, some teams playing Charlotte, some teams playing Durham, that would work. But as for the pool system, there's an obvious advantage, okay? Like, if you're one of the top four seeds, all you have to do is just win one game, and you're advancing. The other games do not matter anymore. So when – I'll give an example. When Carol, when State was in a pool with Pitt and Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill and Pitt played first. Chapel Hill won the first game. Then Pitt, they they absolutely had to beat NC State or they were out. They didn't. NC State won. They automatically advanced. But for Carolina to advance, they would need to beat NC State. But that's the benefit of being one of those top four seeds is that if NC State lost, it would not affect them at all. So NC State ended up losing. They just threw out their freshmen a freshman pitcher, freshman lineup, and they lost because they rested their guys for the actual advancing part of the bracket. So there's a clear advantage. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't, I mean, obviously for me last year, I was happy about it. All you got to do is win one game and you're good. You just can't go 0-2 in your pool. So it's going to be tough. It's tough to win an ACC championship tournament uh, or tournament championship in college baseball. It's really hard, especially if you're not the top four. I don't know if I like that. Uh, and again, college basketball, the way we do the tournament, it has its advantages, of course, but that's what you get for being the highest seed. But I feel like there should be some kind of penalty if you lose. And that's why I wish that there were some series going on, you know? But, um, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. I, I think it's the best, honestly, truly, the best that the ACC could do with the teams that are in it and how to get it done and get a true champion out of it. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm I'm in the middle. I don't know. I Because I don't know how else you can do this and the amount of time that they have. So, now, Correct me if I'm wrong, though, because you, and you might be right, I honestly have not paid attention enough and it still confuses me to this day. Isn't it like for example, you mentioned you know the rest thing. If like let's say the number one overall seed in play, right? Loses to seed eight, but then beats seed 12, and then seed 12 beats seed eight. And so they're all one and one. It does go and to their seed, right? That's what it, it does go to the higher seed. Yep. So basically the only kicker is, though, I mean, obviously the risk of resting, 
is if you lose that game, if that team that you lost to then wins their next game, they win the pool. So that's the only, you know, kicker to that. I just want to make sure the listeners understand that. Like, it's not like you go one and one, you're automatically advancing. That's not true. If you, the game that you lost, that, if that team, like, if there's a two and oh, one and one and oh, and two, two and oh, advances, it doesn't matter seating at that point. Right. Oh. Exactly. So that, so did- that is, again, I just wanted to make sure that was stressed because, again, like, I know when I first read it, I always thought it was that way too. It was like, oh, well, if you're the high seed, like, what's, Basically, what that what the F's the point of playing? Like, as long as you win one, you're good. Like, you know, and you win the first one, why do you even bother playing the second game because you've advanced? So just keeping that in mind for all of our listeners. So with that being said, so, but- real quick, that did that did happen to where Duke last year, they were one of the bottom seeds in one of the tough. I think they were in they were in Notre Dame's pool. I believe Notre Dame clinched the two. And Notre Dame or Duke was that, uh, I believe, what is it, 10 or 11? Duke went 2-0. and They beat both teams. And Duke went on to the bracket part and eventually won the ACC championship, won the tournament. So the, it, it can happen. It can, anything can happen in baseball. So there are those upsets. It's not impossible for one of these other bottom seeds to make it to the bracket part of the tournament. It has happened. It just happened last year, and Duke won it all. So it has happened. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it is. It does make the the tournament better too, because it does. You know, again, like you can advance as a lower seed just by winning two baseball games. Which I mean, just to give everybody an idea, I'm going to check right now because I haven't checked in 20 minutes. And like Nick says, a lot can happen in baseball. Uh, in baseball. Last I looked, Stetson University is beating the number three team in the country, Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I don't know if that is still correct or not. Of course, now it will not update for me. Excuse me. Let's see. Live scoreboard. Uh, yes, it is the top of the ninth, and Stetson leads Miami at Coral Gables 12 to 4. So, you know, obviously, Stetson's a, a good out of conference team, but I mean, that's the number three team in the country we're talking about down 12 to 4. So, you know, a lot can happen in college baseball, as I'm sure Nick is currently sweating out his NC State 6-3 lead on in-state rival ECU at this point. Um, but with that being said, you know, I say, Nick, instead of talking standings, we could do that. But I think we could we could simply summarize the ACC baseball standings as it is anybody's ball game. In the Atlantic, there are five teams within – two games of first place in that division. The same argument is, well, it's not so much the same in the Coastal, but there is at least three teams that are still well within the hunt of winning the Coastal. So with that being said, do we want to not do what we did with basketball where we create the bracket and predict who wins? I don't want to do that. What I want to do is go through and look at who those top four seeds are as of right now, because I think that's important to this conversation. Because something of note is three of the four teams currently in the by are coastal teams. So with that being said, Nick, is that okay that we make that approach? Or how would you, do you have anything else you want to say? Do you want to just go straight down the standings? But it is such a cluster, in my opinion, that doing it this way and kind of looking at how the standings and how the bracket would look today kind of gives us an idea of what we're looking at in the longevity of the conference. 
Yeah, I think let's do it. I mean, the season is getting close to an end. So I think we got to, I mean, just like what we did with college basketball, what it would look like if it ended today, we're at that point. So I agree. I think we should do it. It is a cluster. It is a huge cluster right now. So with that being said, number one overall seed in the ACC tournament would be the Miami Hurricanes, our number three team in the country, like I talked about. Though, quickly, before we go even into that, I have never seen a sport, Nick, so diverse in its top 25 than college baseball. I mean, it is insane. So, like, just to give everybody an idea of, of rankings, in Division One baseball ranking, like the Division One baseball.com, Southern Miss is number four. In Collegiate Baseball, Southern Miss is number eight. In Baseball America, they're number six. And in USA Today, they're five. That's not too drastic, right? All right, let's play a different game. How about we talk about an in-conference in team like Virginia Tech. In D1 Baseball, they are the number seven team in the country. In collegiate baseball, they aren't even ranked. They're not even ranked in the top 25. They're number seven. Doesn't make sense. And they're not even ranked. Then you go over to Baseball America, they're number nine. And you go over to USA Today, they're number 10. So there's some consistency. And then there's that just absolute insane drop-off. You see it with Notre Dame in these polls. I've got Notre Dame 13, 15, 18 unranked. No, sorry, the 12. I, I missed them. I'm sorry. They are ranked in one. Louisville is ranked in the top 10 in, in two polls and outside the top 10 in others. Gonzaga is ranked nationally in two of four polls. Like, it just makes no sense at all. Like, Central Michigan is ranked number 19 in a poll, and they're not ranked in any other poll. <laughs> like, it's, it is – I mean, I understand there's like 400-some baseball teams in, or college bear 380, it's similar to basketball. But there's not even this much diversity in a basketball ranking. Like, and these aren't metric-based. These are all voters, you know, kind of stuff. We're like RPIs and different metrics rank things a lot different. We all understand that. Like, I mean, again, just to give you an idea for my for Virginia Cavaliers, they are number 11 in D1 baseball. They are number five in Baseball America. They're number eight in the coaches' poll. And then they're number 16 in collegiate baseball. Like, we got as high as five and as low as 16. Holy F. <laughs> so, anyways, that being said, across all the four major polls in college baseball, we have, just to give everyone an idea before we break down the standings, we've got Miami, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Notre Dame, Louisville. So, that's five just right off the bat ranked in the top all of all have at least one top 15 appearance in one poll. Most of them have multiple. And then Florida State gets a ranking, and that's about it. Those are the six, um, which is really surprising because there are some teams, uh, Nick's favorite team being one of them, that I would argue is probably better than Florida State. So, anyway. Oh, don't remind me of that series. <laughs> True. With that being said, that's six teams in the top 25 in some facet or another, five in the top 15 for the ACC in some poll or another. The, the, the top four of the pools, those are the pool heads, would be Miami, Virginia Tech, Virginia, 
And then I guess the tiebreaker goes to Notre Dame over Louisville currently, just because a better overall record, though both are 11 and seven in conference. But I mean, that would be good. So pool D. Is there a head to head with that? I don't know if they've played yet. I want to see. Let's see. Let's, yeah. Let's see. Um, they have not. Oh, yes, they have. And Louisville would have the head to head. They swept him. So, oh, there you go. Said, Louisville, we'll give Louisville then the four seed at this point. Though, honestly, does it really matter? Because they're both four, they're in the same pool. So, again, obviously, oh, true. having yeah, the yeah, higher yeah. spot does matter, but you can control your own destiny just winning your damn games. So, but I want to talk about that pool real quick because, again, the four, five, and nine. So, with that being said, well, I'm going to go through it, by the way, all the way through just so we have the seedings of what the one through 14 would be. So, one Miami, two Virginia Tech, three Virginia, four Louisville, five Notre Dame, six NC State, seven Florida State, eight Pitt, nine Wake Forest, 10 Georgia Tech, 11 being North Carolina. 12 being Duke, 13 being Clemson, and 14 being Boston College. So for all those people keeping track at home, every coastal team would make the ACC baseball tournament at this point today. Um, Clemson and Boston College would be on the outside looking in, which thinking about Clemson not in an ACC baseball tournament is just insane to me. Like, I understand that they're taking a step back, but, I mean, Nick, we're three, four years removed from Clemson being a regional team pretty much every year, or at least a two regional every single year. So, you know, that ballpark over there is gorgeous. Uh, it's, every, it's where I hang out and watch college football <laughs> when I go to Clemson games. They put a football game on the video board there, and fans can just kind of hang out in the ballpark. But, yeah, I mean, right now, that region, by the way, I just skipped over. Who the, oh, that's right. That region, that pool D, not region, excuse me, is Notre Dame, Louisville, I guess Louisville 4, Notre Dame 5, Wake Forest 9. Talk about a stacked region. Or goodness gracious, I guess that'd be region pool. I hate baseball terms, regions, pools, all these things. Like, why are we combining different things? But that pool D is insane. Um, and it might not even be the most insane pool, to be completely frank. <laughs> like, that is I of the 12 teams that are that are eligible for the ACC tournament at this point. So we won't talk Clemson or Boston College. Is there a single team you're going to write off, Nick, to win the ACC tournament? I There are a couple that I just kind of go, I just don't think they have it. For example, Pitt. Um, I don't think Duke has it either. Uh, North Carolina's pitching has me just completely suspect. But, I mean, I can't write off those programs. You just can't. You know, only only two ACC programs in the entire country have losing records. And the amazing part about Clemson, Nick, and like we talk about how even though we're in almost entering May, but it feels like, you know, the season's just beginning for ACC baseball. We still have a month left, basically. Or should we do have a month left? A little less. But Clemson was 20-3 and three going into ACC play. Or if you take away, they're, they're out of ACC play. So that's not a bad baseball team. <laughs> They've struggled in conference for sure, but they just all it takes is one sweep, one sweep, and they're they're a game back of Wake. I mean, it is it is open, it is wide open. I know, and the crazy thing is, is that they beat Wake in that series, and even crazier, 
look at Clemson. Clemson's over. That's what's so baffling is Clemson's overall record. They are 12 games over 500 overall, but they're going to miss the tournament if it ended today, if the season ends, ended today. And let's see. One. I mean, Duke is going to make it over them, and they have a losing overall record. Overall losing record. Carolina has a worse record than Clemson overall. Georgia Tech, I believe, does. Uh, Pitt does. Uh, who else? Yeah, I just counted up the bottom four teams in the Coastal Division that have a worse overall record than Clemson, and they're going to miss. Oh, and by the way, Florida State. It's crazy. That, that, that's insane to me. Uh, Clemson has just struggled so hard when it came to conference play. Um, give me that Wake Forest um, – pool again it's wake at nine louisville at four and who's the five notre dame notre dame that's that's a tough one that is that is a very tough one i i could not comfortably pick a winner out of that wake could win two games uh louisville could be just sitting perfect and winning that one game because how it's gonna go is wake and notre dame would play each other now i know wake came off a really bad series against Notre Dame. Uh, I think they should have won that last game and they blew a lead. But then that was a rough one. But you never know. Once you face a team a lot, you could read something. It, it, everything changes when it comes to playoffs. Um, but you're right. You It's wide open. You cannot comfortably pick an ACC champion out of – the, the ACC baseball tournament. It's a lot easier to do in basketball. It's not so much in baseball because of these pool plays. I mean, dude, we're talking about Duke with a losing record overall making the ACC tournament and they could win it all. And they practically did last year. I don't think they had an overall losing record last year, but they were a bottom seed in the pool. Like they were the third one. But they went 2-0, and they made the bracket, and they won the whole damn thing. So, no, it's very hard to comfortably pick an ACC champion, especially this year. It's just so competitive. So, remember how I said how Pool, pool D was filthy? You know what Pool C is? Virginia, uh, NC State. And, yeah. And Pitt? Yeah, and Pitt. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a that's a like, juicy one. That is that is sleepy good. Oh, wait a second, Nick. I may have done I may have made a whoopsie here. Hold on a second. One, two, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh no, my whoopsie, my whoopsie is not even sorry, it's not Pitt. It's Georgia Tech, which might even be worse. Because you have arguably the two best hitting teams in the conference with Virginia and NC State. At least in terms of home run threats in the conference. Right, yeah. And Georgia Tech, who they have underperformed, to be completely frank. Like, this team is better than their 25-16 and 16 record. At least I sure damn think so. Like I agree. I mean, like this is, and the thing is too, like 
the, the weirdest part for me is that they have two to three quality starts and then they just have a dog water appearance the next night. Like this is the team that in a matter of 10 days, won a game, won two games by a score of 14 to five, 13 to two and 17, three. So that's three games, excuse me. And then also lost a game 27 to seven. <laughs> like, they, oh. I mean, obviously college baseball, those balls are juiced and the bats help. But, you know, and this is a team that has had some really good outings. And then they've had some just real rough ones. And, you know, it is one of those things where you know, right now I haven't checked in a minute. But last I looked, it was, oh, yeah, it's now it was six to six going into the ninth, Nick. Troy versus Georgia Tech. Troy, another top three, top four Sunbelt team. It is now 12-6. Going into the night, bottom of the night. So Georgia Tech's probably going to lose it. ACC uh, did not do well tonight, Nick. You're a, you're a, your pack are going to have to carry the conference in terms of out of conference games because uh, Michigan State beat Notre Dame at Comerica Park, which by the way that's a dope place to play a baseball college baseball. Oh, it's not over. Sorry, it's bottom eight, so it's not over yet. But sixty-two Michigan State, um, and you know obviously I mentioned earlier Stetson beat Miami. Liberty in North Carolina and Virginia Old Dominion both were canceled due to weather, which is very unfortunate because that would have been a filthy, filthy matchup um, for both of those teams. Um, but anyways, with that being said, I mean, that's that's a stacked reason. I mean, and I'm not even trying to insult Georgia Tech, but even if you want to write them off, Virginia and NC State in the same bracket, my gosh, that is good. So. Yeah. And it gets, it only gets better. Like it only gets better. And that's what's, it's, it's amazing. As you look at, I mean, you look, let's look at pool B real quick. Pool B would be Virginia Tech. And then it would be Florida State. And then it would be, hold on, let me just make sure I'm going to the right numbers. And then 11 would be right below Georgia Tech would be, would be North Carolina. So that, that's probably the easiest uh, pool so far. But this is still not easy. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, like, and, and the amazing part is obviously the, the, the easiest, easiest pool was based off how it should be, um, you know, features a Miami team that's probably going to win their pool. But are we really going to write off Pitt? Uh, maybe, maybe not. And then it's Duke. Like, that is probably the easiest pool, Miami, Pitt, and Duke. But yeah, hear me out. If Clemson sneaks into that 12 spot, I think Clemson could win that pool. I think Clemson is like a team that if they can get, if they can figure out how to win in the ACC in the next couple of weeks, they could win the whole damn conference. Yeah. They probably, I'm not kind of Clemson at all, dude. Yeah. Every series is dude. The standings change every single weekend. Like you're talking about, NC State probably should have, uh, for all the past. NC State fans should be there, number one right now in the conference. Yeah, we should have swept Louisville, right? We gave up two. At huge bare minimum, leads. you should be two and one, and Notre Dame should have lost a week at the bare minimum. Like exactly, and we're talking about NC State as a top two or a top three in the in the pool. That's how crazy these standings are and how close the ACC is. It changes every weekend. So you could see Clemson overtake Wake within the next week or two, and they're comfortably in the ACC tournament. That's how crazy it is. So I'm not counting Clemson out at all. 
I mean, their overall record is very good. They are better than almost half of the ACC when it comes to overall record. Well, unfortunately, that out of that conference record is very bad. Yeah. I, I got to look at the rest of their schedule because if they got like Clemson's, let's yeah, I can like, pull it up for you right, so right now. They finish off with Boston College, which is huge for them. They are at Virginia, which is not ideal, and they've got Louisville and Georgia Tech to start off. So. That's going to be tough. Yeah, I think that it Louisville is very doable. At Louisville, based based on my thought tough. process, I think Clemson's going to win the Georgia Tech series just because it's at home. I don't know if they sweep it, but I say they win it. So let's say they go two two and one. I think they should sweep Boston College in that last week, especially if they're playing something. I mean, yeah, I, I, I hate to be like, oh, well, the next series is the most important one. If they can win the series in Louisville, which I think can be done, they are in – Fantastic position. Don't forget those those, those midweek games. College of Charleston, a very good team. They beat they've beaten Texas. They've beaten a lot of good teams, and so is Coastal. Coastal is another very good team. So they, it's not like they got an easy break in the middle of the week. They've got two out of conference games that they don't sleep. They should not sleep on. So, anyways, I mean, I think it's just it's it's nuts, man. Like it's a very competitive all-around spot in the conference. So, with that being said, I think our next order of business, because I don't want to preview too much, because especially we're talking, you know, baseball every two weeks until we get closer to the College World Series or you know to the start of the NCAA tournament, ACC baseball What I want to talk about is just to give everybody a true idea of how good this conference is. Let's debate or discuss how many teams we think at this moment in time could still host a region. So for example, if Clemson wins the ACC, they're not hosting a region. They've, they've just unfortunately put themselves in my opinion, too far behind the eight ball, though they're out of conference record could potentially save them. Um, the way I look at it is you can't host a regional if you are 20, if you're looking at borderline more than 18 losses. And even then, actually, you probably, you think you said that number at 16? 16 losses seem about like the number that the max you could have for a regional. Because remember, I'm not talking about making the NCAA tournament. We're purely talking being the number one, being one of six, 16? Yeah, right, 16. One of 16 host sites for the NCAA terms, the top 16 in the country. Give everyone idea, again, there's five teams currently in the ACC that are in top 15 contention uh, in some poll or another, and those teams have losses of 8, 12, 9, 9, and 10. So, for example, Nick, I personally think the ACC still has seven teams that could potentially do it. And you yeah. say the first five, I think, are pretty clear. Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Can you name the other two, you think? I think uh, kind of a, a shocker, to be honest with you. NC State. Yeah, that's one. Coastal uh, or Atlantic? Atlantic. I feel like you're going to go with Wake. 
because yep. of the overall record. Yep. I mean, again, Wake is one of those teams where, I mean, again, you look at the overall record. Yes, they're behind Florida State in the standings, but 11 and 10, 10 and 11. I mean, what does that even matter at this point? Like, that can change. Like, we could be talking about this in two weeks, and Wake's now five games up on Florida State. Potentially. Obviously, that would take a sweep and some losses on Florida State's end, but, you know, I don't think Wake Forest will host a regional. I don't think that they're – I think they're going to finish in that 20-loss range. Unfortunately, I know – I mean, hopefully your, your guys that come into the deli listen, and I'd love to have you know, them on at some point. But, you know, I think I mentioned it earlier when we kind of talked baseball a couple months ago, you know, a couple weeks ago at least. I just don't trust them. Like, they're – no offense to their pitching staff, but they have just been – like, they started the season out of the gate so hot. And then they've just kind of tapered off. And to a point, I mean, again, like it, it's kind of a joke because they haven't played, they didn't play an easy out of conference schedule. They kind of can have the same argument as the basketball team. I mean, Nick, they, they have one loss out of conference. They're 18 and one outside of conference. <laughs> like, yeah. and they played good teams. I mean, I'm not going to insult their wins over Coastal. Um, didn't, I think they beat. ECU, didn't they? They beat they no, that was scary. Michigan. They beat Central Michigan, who's a top 25 team in some polls right now. So that's a good win. Um Liberty. Pretty good win. Um, you know, not a great win, but a good win. They beat Liberty. That's a good win. So like they've beaten some good teams out of conference. You know, they absolutely the NJI NJIT uh they made the tournament last year. Yeah, true. That is true. And I think the most frustrating part on the Wake side has to be these games like they're losing by one run. They lost to Clemson one nothing. They lost to Notre Dame, you know, 13 to 12 the other day when they should like I am so disappointed in Wake Forest, Nick. Like, can we just talk about that series of Notre Dame real quickly? Notre Dame was the better team on Friday, man. Eight to three, pretty straightforward. Saturday, Notre Dame took Wake Forest and just I mean, you would have thought Wake Forest forgot they had a baseball game on Saturday. I mean, absolute ass-kicking, 21-3. Like, you would have thought Notre Dame football was playing the Jim, the Jim Grobe area, era, excuse me, of Wake Forest football post-Orange Bowl or pre-Orange Bowl. And then what do they do? They get up, was it 12 to, was it 12 to 5? 12 to 4? They've been more than that, to be honest. And they just blow it late and lose 13 to 12. And it's just like, it's just, again, at the end of the day, it's college baseball. You know, crazy things happen. We see it more often than not. But that's just unacceptable. And, like, the frustrating part is they, that's what happened against Clemson. They let that game get away, and they lost They lost the series at home to Clemson. You were at the Easter Sunday game, weren't you? The 10-8 loss? Was it, unfortunately, I was at both of their losses. I was at the Friday okay. night loss and the Sunday yeah. loss. Like, you can speak on it more, but did it not feel like, especially more in that Sunday game, that they should have won that ball game? Yeah, they should have. Like, that is like that again. If you're a Wake Forest fan, at some point you have to, you know, you have to stop writing the we should have won. But you can definitely kind of hold your head to the point that, like, I mean, we've talked about it with NC State a little bit, but Wake Forest should be 13 and 8. Right? That would be math adding up right. They're 10 and 11 now. 13 and 7, sorry. 
13 and seven in conference play. They don't let those two Clemson games and the Notre Dame game go away. Not to mention the game that got away from that Sunday in Chestnut Hill against Boston College. Yeah, that's a rough to be honest, I remember them coming back that, from that. That should have been a sweep. So you look at it that way, and you just have to kind of wonder, what if? You know, losing the series to Florida State at home, is, and that's what's been tough, too, is they've been losing them at home. Like, that's what's been, in my opinion, the most frustrating part if you're a Wake fan. You lose the series to Virginia at home. You lose the series to Florida State at home. You lose the series to Clemson at home. You well, I guess Notre Dame's on the road, but you know it is one of those. It is one of those spots, and like this weekend, they they Wake Forest gets a break from ACC play. So I hope with everything in me that they did, did the high point game today get canceled or did they actually play? I honestly don't remember. I can't. True, they were coming in today. Um, and let me check Twitter real quick. I can check. I think it got postponed. I'm not seeing, I didn't see a live score for it when I was looking at it. Um, I was kind of confused. Oh no, they lost. They lost. They just, they lost 40 minutes ago to high point 11 to nine. Why is it not showing up? The ACC fix your website. Why is like, I'm literally on your live scores page and it's not even showing up. Anyways, that's even more frustrating because what I was my point was going to be is take advantage of High Point on the road, who's not been very good at baseball this season, if I remember correctly. Gardner Webb on the road and Longwood in a doubleheader or in a three-game series, one on Friday, Saturday. Yeah, one on Friday and then a couple on Saturday or whatever. Or Sunday, whatever it is. I can't keep track of dates anymore. But, you know, I was going to say win all of them. Now you have to win every game moving forward. Take, take some momentum into that game against Liberty because when you get to when you get to Louisville, you have to you have to get it going. You have to get it going. That next weekend series against Louisville is make or break, honestly, for you Wake Forest. Like, and Wake Forest again. I'm not gonna not not to scare you, but your remaining ACC conference slate: Louisville for three, at Carolina for three. At state for three. It is very likely if you do not win the series at home against Louisville, that you only take one of six or two of six in the remaining games. And considering the rest of the AC slate, that could drop you out of the tournament if Clemson gets rolling, if Duke and North Carolina hold on. Like they're going to have to step it up a little bit. So they have the talent to do it. They really do. They are they are one of, the, in my opinion, Nick, they're probably top half of the ACC in pure talent. But they got to get it going. They are. They're sputtering, man. They ah, uh, because I just looked. I scrolled their Wake Forest baseball Twitter account, and uh, man, they had a nine to seven lead, and they blew it. I I hope it was. I I love this kid so much, but I hope he didn't blow uh, a lead, Cam. Uh, he actually came in today and I was like, Hey, I see, I see you got a buzz cut. And he's like, yep. You know what? I, I had a Mohawk for the, who do they just play again? Oh, Notre Dame. And we got killed. So I had to shave it and start over. That's how stupid superstitious they are. Uh, it's so funny, but, uh, AI right now, 
it's a little bit of a panic time for Wake because you, we, we just talked about their out-of-conference record. That, they only had one loss, and it was to a good team in Coastal Carolina, which they eventually avenged, right? So they lost that. They avenged that loss, but now you lost a high point, and you blew a lead. You got Gardner-Webb tomorrow. You, you have, like, you're right, Micah, because guess what? Carolina, they're fighting. They have to fight very, very, very hard to keep it competitive. They, they, Carolina cannot afford to lose either. So if they get a struggling Wake Forest, if <clears throat> Wake Forest loses two out of three to Louisville and they go into that, they go into Chapel Hill, that's not going to be good. Plus, don't sleep on App State either. They only won that game seven to five, which they had to come back and do. And then you're on the road to NC State. Like, you're going to be gone from May 13th to May 21st playing Carolina, App, and NC State. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And you're right. This team's very talented. But they're sputtering at the wrong time right now. They really need to just shake this one off, get as many wins as they can. But what's more important is the conference win. So the Louisville series will be very talented. That does suck. That and, just and I just had to confirm because I, I thought I was losing my mind. My point was 14 and 27 coming into this game. That's not good. And not a single P5 win. Like, wait, or wait, excuse me. NC State has slapped them twice. Kentucky slapped them. Pitt slapped them. Virginia Tech slapped them. Like, and when I say slap, I mean five runs plus in terms of margin of victory. Like, yeah. It has not been close. Like, you could, you could, but there's some momentum right now, riding for high point, winning their series over Northeastern this weekend. But this isn't the Northeastern team from two, three years ago that was an NCAA tournament team. Northeastern. No way. Did they really sweep Northeastern? They went, they won two of three. Northeastern swept state. There you go, guys. Oh, that's annoying. But, but anyways, like, you know, this is one of those, again, college baseball is a weird sport. And that's why I hate these one-off out-of-conference week, 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 like week games where it's a bus trip for the teams because, like, you can't hold too much weight into it. But in defense of us kind of putting the standard on Wake, considering what just happened in your last time out against Notre Dame and really your last two out because – you throw in the blowing the lead and then getting your ass kicked by 18. <laughs> like you would think that this team would have came out with a vengeance against high point. And for those of you that don't know, Nick knows it well. Winston Salem to high point is what? 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. It's not a like these guys see each other. Like, you know, it is, I mean, obviously more of a rivalry for high point. But this is serious. You know, these guys see each other in a lot of common things. You know, a lot of baseball facilities, these guys probably work out together. I mean, it is a big, like, I'm sure it's a huge deal for High Point right now that they won this game. And in Wake Forest's front, when the thing keeping you in the NCAA tournament, or at least in the conversation, has been your out-of-conference you know, resume, this is only going to hurt it. Like it, and, and it's not like you yeah, like you said, you could write off the coastal loss. I, you can't write this one off, too. 
you have to put some weight in it, unfortunately. But anyways, back to our original conversation. I've got the seven teams. Nick is there. And honestly, I'm actually <laughs> mid-pod dropping it down to six because of this loss to Wake, for Wake Forest because, again, that just, just hurts. I honestly don't even know if they can bounce back from it because there's a lot of bracketology. It doesn't even have Wake Forest in the tournament. <laughs> so I don't. So their, their, their idea of not even being in the tournament, let alone – you know, hosting a regional is pretty much gone. So with that being said, Nick, do you have, how many teams do you have? You think it's just the five that we've talked about and that's it? Can we throw in an NC State here? You know, is Florida State maybe on the talks? They are ranked in the top 25 in one of these polls. So they are probably still in contention maybe. Where is your head at for these teams? Dude, I'm 50-50 on state right now. Now, the, the, I agree. Right now, that Wake Forest loss hurts. Um, and honestly, I don't know if Wake can host with a losing conference record. Now, everything could change. You never know. They still have three uh, conference series left, Louisville, State, and Wake. Or, I mean, Louisville, State, and Carolina. Uh, so, you never know. But anyway, I'm still 50-50 on NC State. Because last year, State was this close to hosting one of the regionals. Uh, they were put in the Ruston, Louisiana regional with Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech was the 16 seed, which automatically means that State was the 17 seed, that they had just barely missed it. I have to see what their record was. Actually, can I switch the years on this? Yes, I can. So their record last year being a 17 seed in this tournament state was, Oh, I don't, is this counting? No, it's not. Okay. So state was 37 and 19 and 19 and 14 in conference. And they were the 17 seed. Yeah, I could see state doing it. I think they, I mean, they're, they're honestly not far off. They really aren't. I, I, I would be let, let me see the rest of the state schedule real quick. They're 11 and nine in conference. So they need over eight wins to meet, have me say comfortably that they would host a regional. So they would have to be, I, I think they can sweep Duke. I think they can sweep Carolina and I hope they can pull two out of three against wake. That puts them right at eight wins in conference. If they go two out of three, sweep and sweep. So it's tough. State would have to do a lot of damage, a lot of damage, which they can't because Carolina's down, Duke is not as good, and Wake is sputtering at the wrong time. I'm 50-50 right now if State can host a regional. It is It is all up in the air. Um no, it is. I think 20 conference wins gets them it. Yeah. I mean, and again, too, like there's a lot right now, you know, just pending every, it also pens on everything. You know, they, no matter what they say, there is a tiebreaker that goes to ballparks. And I mean, not to insult Doak Field, but it's not the best ballpark in college baseball, Nick. So it comes no, down to a tiebreaker between them and, I don't know, let's say Arkansas. I mean, obviously you think Arkansas might be a little bit higher, but let's just say Arkansas. Arkansas is going to get it. Plain and simple. Like they're just going to get the region, um, which is not fair. That's how it works out. Um, so 
this is going to be, it's going to be fun. I can't wait, honestly, to talk about it. We may have to even bring it up a little bit some next, excuse me, next week, because there's just a lot going on in AC baseball that make things very, very interesting. So, but you can agree. It's, it it is got. getting very exciting. It is. So with that being said, that's all I've got, Nick. Anything else? If not, let's wrap it up and you can send us off. Uh, nothing else. Just a lot more baseball coming up. Uh, I think we're still tr- going to try and get a special guest on. Uh, we might have to talk off the pod about that. But I think next week we're going to talk a little NFL draft, considering it's going to be on Thursday. And there are going to be a lot of ACC players taken, hopefully a number one overall ACC player from NC State. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so that would be fun. I can't wait to talk a little NFL draft and obviously more college baseball. But uh, other than that, I will say real quick, I'm very happy with the numbers that we did, Micah, last week for our last podcast. Um, we haven't seen numbers like that since football season. So, uh, I think talking a little football last week, getting the football crowd back into it and getting more baseball talk, uh, has definitely helped. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for our numbers. Give us a a star rating on Spotify and Apple. That really does help us. What you said before we go, I just happened to be scrolling on Twitter. Do you know how High Point won the game against Lake Forest, Nick? I didn't see how they won, no. A walk-off Grand Slam. Oh, no. Who was the pitcher? Number 14. Oh, no, Cam. Is that your buddy? I think that's my buddy. I think that's my buddy, Cam. I look it up on the roster now. I got to know. Yeah. Oh, this is – shoot. He's such a nice kid, too, man. He's literally the one of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. 14, Camden Mainachi? Yeah, from Tampa Bay. Yep, yep. He played with Tommy White in, in <laughs> high school. Yeah, and they played up in the Cape League. Oh, damn, dude, that's that's not good. That's not – oh, man. I Well, if I see Cam tomorrow, I'm going to have to comfort him with – some Dioli's food. I think his sub. I think his sub needs to be free just to turn some things around. Or I think he needs to switch down. up the sub. Yeah, he, yeah, he that's needs- true too. Maybe put a little extra something special. And well, that sounded weird. I didn't mean it like that. Put some extra special love tent. It still sounds. You know what I mean. Give him something. I know. It better. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta sw- switch up his sandwich. We have to because. I love maybe Cam. maybe he's, toast he's it or something, or you know, maybe maybe, maybe change up the bread, get the same maybe stuff, change. but just change the bread. Maybe different cheese, something. Maybe add mustard. Yeah, maybe add double mustard. Yeah. I don't know. Different bag of chips, maybe. I don't know if you guys, you guys might be too good for bag of chips, but you know, you guys, I would yeah. just uh, offer a bag of chips. Maybe he's got to change it up. But yeah, that's a tough way to end the podcast. But anyways, Nick, go ahead. Send that's it. tough. Uh, I will comfort Cam if I see him tomorrow, but that does it. Uh, very happy with this podcast. Uh, we needed a deep dive baseball one, and that was great. So thank you all for listening. Again, give us a uh, rating on Apple and Spotify or wherever you listen. That really does help us. 
Uh, like I said, last week we saw football numbers, which is great. And we want to continue that throughout uh, the rest of the spring and summer. So just means a little bit less here in the ACC and go ACC.